0: Hey guys, awesome episode today. Tons of emails. We got one about seeing an old flame and another about a guy who doesn't want to be friends with benefits. Enjoy. Share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Fried, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're back, baby. We're here every two. That's right. Ring that horn every Tuesday and Friday <laughs> with your emails, your stories, your questions. Feather Nation Studios is packed as usual. They're all here. It's great. They're, they're really out of control today. It's that summer heat. Summer heat. The energy of this podcast, it's growing, people. It's growing. And it's because of you, the listener. Thank you. It really is. It's its them. They're the reason. They're the coal that goes into the J train that keeps the engine going. It's not us.
1: Not with, us. That much, I know.
0: That's it. No. And it's every Tuesday and Friday. We're here for you. Some podcasts, you know, I'm not going to speak... You know, I can only speak for this podcast. Di- I,
1: Diplomacy.
0: Yeah, I can only speak for what we do here. But some take a week off. Some will, you know, leave you hanging when you need it most during your car rides, during your summer beach, beach by new nation. Mm-hmm. I like that. Listen, we know when to get to the beach on this podcast mm-hmm. and we ain't there at 1 p.m. We are there by noon. Beach by New Nation out there sending me pictures and videos of them listening to the podcast on the beach. This is a community podcast. You listen with groups, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your brother, your sister, your mama, your papa, anyone with ears. These discussions are universal in a relationship, out of a relationship, fuck boy, chick who would be referred to as the female fuck boy. You know, we're not allowed to say that word, you know. So this podcast is for everybody, and I'm really excited at its growth, and I'm excited uh, to be here with Shelby. You know the whole crew. We're gonna this. Listen, people, this is a turn down the lights episode. Turn down the lights. It's that's right. We have Garth here on the on the piano. He came in every now and again. We bring in the piano.
1: We have the budget.
0: We have the budget. We have the budget. You know things are good. Things are okay right now. Um. Garth comes in, and thank you. Yeah, I'm having a nice cup of coffee. We turn down the lights. Shelby and I, we're going to get through a lot of emails.
1: Got to help some peeps.
0: That's the thing. When I see the inbox get a little fat, I like to trim. So episodes like these are when we really bang them out.
1: Get cut through the noise, rather.
0: That's right. No... No guests here. And listen, I love having the guests. And I want to talk about that for a second. Yeah. Let me do a couple, you know, some house cleaning. Seattle, we had a blast last weekend. Those shows were fantastic. You guys came out. You brought a crew. Right now, some new Seattle listeners might be out there wondering what's going on here. They have a piano player. Yeah, Garth is here. We have a piano player We have a studio audience And sometimes we go guestless And we just get through a bunch of emails So Seattle people, thank you for coming San Francisco If you're listening to this podcast And you are in San Francisco I need you this weekend You gotta come out I'm gonna be at Cobbs The world famous Cobbs Comedy Club It's a great club, it's world famous World, It's right, Shelby's right And it's got history And it's in a part of town That I love I was just there with Michelle Wolf I opened for her But we're gonna do A little bit of a J Train special There's three shows Friday and Saturday night Bring the crew Assemble the group chat Get them together Group chat Assemble And bring them out We're gonna talk We're gonna have fun We're gonna laugh Oh, that's right we're going to cut through the fog of that San Diego morning. I love... I, I mean, San Francisco. I love San Francisco. I'm so excited to come back. You got to bring a crew. We got we to gotta sell tickets. Get online right now. JaredFried.com. San Francisco this weekend. Three shows. It's a big club. I'm pushing it hard because... This is hard work. It, this, I've worked hard for a long time. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. And I've worked hard to get you guys to come on out because I got... I got the jokes. The Wizard of Haas is coming to town. I'm bringing my bag full of, full of ha ha's. Your, your big suitcase. Yep. I always bring a big suitcase,
1: all my props, that, everything. That would be a big power move. Mm. Like you bring in a big trunk into the club and yeah. like, what? And you set it down, open it, and it's empty. Nothing. And you're letting the jokes out.
0: <laughs> yes. Letting. Yeah, I just brought the Haas. It'd be a lot of uh, energy for a very small payoff (laughs) (laughs) if I brought my own trunk all the way from New York. You're dragging it in. You need help. It's got stickers on the sides with all the cities I've been to. And then I just, and I get on stage and go, and now the headliner, Jared Fried. And I walk on stage with the trunk Mm -hmm. and then everyone's like, what's he going to do? And I pop it open and it's just nothing. (laughs) Perfect. You're right. Maybe I'll start doing that. But I, I, listen, San Francisco Seattle was a blast. Everyone had a great time. I had a great time. And uh, come on out. Come on out. Come on out. Bring a crew. Um, very excited to be here. We got Shelby at Classic Shelby. Go follow and support Shelby. We're going to get through some emails. I want to start doing something. I, you know, we have guests on this show and I love having new people on. I love having the return people. I want to be a guest on other people's shows. People don't understand. You know, I, I do appreciate and my nuts are feathered mm-hmm. whenever someone posts about this show, but I think we have to let's take a different direction. We talk about payment methods yeah. for the free podcast. Well, how do you pay? You make it your Instagram story, yep. you tell a friend, you tell a coworker, you tweet about it, you Facebook about it. Here's a new payment method. Why don't you DM a podcast that you enjoy? Tell them to have Papa JT, the King of Brunch, the Wizard of what weddings, the Master of Moms, the Wizard of Haz. Why don't you ask them to have me on the show? And you're saying, Jared, well, why don't you ask? You're a big timer with you know big Instagram. No, 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 no. Here's what happens. I need a, a movement for to get on these shows. Like, yeah. there's a big, there's bigger shows than this, but this is big. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I got, to, you know, I'm okay. Yeah, it, you know. This podcast moves, but I want to be going on other people's shows. I want to be a guest. Jared, why don't you just ask them? No, 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 Because people ask me all the time and I go, you know, and then I look them up and I go, "Uh, you know, I don't know about this. I got, to you know, you guys go out there. If you're listening to other shows, say, hey, I got to have a little J train special on here. Yeah. Give me a taste of Papa JT. And don't, don't you worry about my travel. If it's an L.A. podcast, I'll be in L.A. You're
1: by coastal I
0: go everywhere. I got the delta points. We'll figure it out. Let's figure out getting me on these shows first. So that's a great way to like, right? But do it with shows that have guests.
1: Yeah. I've had, you know, you see like, get me on this, and then they at them, and they're like, well,
0: you've listened, then we've never had a guest. Yeah, Why, yeah. Do, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't want to go on the, uh, yeah, you don't want to show up to someone's house for a party when they're not having a party. Yeah. So, hey, everybody. And they're like, I guess you're here.
1: We don't usually do this. Yeah,
0: but uh, I guess for you. No, 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 no. If they do guess, J-Train will come on. I'll I'll play at someone else's party. Mm-hmm. I'll be the Garth. I'll play the piano for them.
1: High kicking audio style.
0: That's right. The king of kicks. Let's do some emails. You ready, Shelby?
1: Ready, set, go.
0: Let's do it. We're going to plow through these. J-Train podcast at jima.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. My plan today is to do at least 10 emails. Oh, boy. That's right. That's the goal. Urgent. Stuck in a cabin with a former fling. Jared and company. Love the podcast. Feather, Feather. Living abroad currently and trying to spread uh, and share the JTrain love internationally for you. Thank you. I'm studying for a master's in screenwriting in the UK. Oh, boy. And in January, genu- <laughs> anytime you hear someone like, you know, I love this person for writing in, but Shelby nailed it, nails another one. With uh master's in screenwriting, you go, here we go. Get your what
1: is final draft already.
0: This, this person, you know, isn't like, you know, aren't these movies all written by high school dropouts anyways?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Like, On like Coke. if you're, yeah, if you're an artist, aren't you like, a vagabond? Yeah. I don't know. Some would call me an artist, but who knows? Uh, I'm studying for a master's in screenwriting. I'm, I'm the artist who farts. Uh, in the UK and in January, I started hooking up with one of the filmmakers at my school. We went on dates, hooked up for about two months. It was casual, but things ended one day when I texted him to make plans for the next week and responded, unfortunately, I'm not really looking to date right now. <laughs> That's pretty honest.
1: It is, and uh, I was sexist. I assumed it was a guy writing it. oh really now it's now it's okay that they are a screenwriter
0: oh really, why why does that change for you?
1: It's douchey if it's a guy, you know he, Interesting. Has, has he' like he wants to talk about it.
0: Oh, like you're saying that as a guy, you could hear him talking about being a screenwriter, yeah. And it would annoy you. But a woman wouldn't really press as much.
1: Well, like if you saw him at Starbucks and you're just like saying, yeah. hey, what's up? You Like you want a short answer and they'd go, well, I'm working on this screenplay.
0: <laughs> I do I do agree that when you hear someone's getting their master's in screenwriting, when it's a dude, you're like, okay, who right. are you trying to fuck? All right, like, Aaron what, Sorkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what's going on here? When it's a woman, you're like, wow, she's really going for it. You've
1: got some th- ideas and yeah. I'd like to hear them. <laughs>
0: Um, so he said so she texted him for a uh, let's hang out he says I'm not looking to date right now I was a bit bummed but not heartbroken so I responded no worries see you around town okay all is fair Didn't hear much from him in the meantime, but recently he started liking my Instagram again. Then I find out we're going to be on the same film shoot at the end of the month. It's going to be a small crew in a remote place for a week. We will definitely be interacting during this time. Looking for advice on how to play it cool in a situation like this since I was the one, quote unquote, rejected. I want everything to go smoothly. Should I just go just be friendly and act like it never happened? Much love. Check out my Instagram for a reference of me. Um. Here's his So maybe Shelby could give one of his Celebrity lookalikes Here she is She's very cute Very posh Very international Braids Non-braids Yeah, there she is On the beach Writing her screenplay In Starbucks A lot of sunglasses, a lot of sunglasses Running a race here she is during the holiday in jammies.
1: I'm kind of thinking Julia Stiles. Yes, very yeah.
0: Stiles look. Here's him. Ooh, he, nobody's looked more like an artist than him. Here's he is. I mean, this guy. I I have a look alike. Um, to, this guy is the most I'm in film school I've ever seen in my entire life. He's got a lot of artsy. I have a lookalike, but I, this is Shelby's thing. Just I,
1: I immediately think of just the name like Julio, but here,
0: Italian. So here he is here. So I have a cross between. There's two people that I think he looks like. What In the first picture, he kind of looked like the older brother from Clueless. <laughs> and then now I'm looking at him, and he looks kind of like, and this is a comic who's like a really nice guy, uh, the janitor from Parks and Rec, do you know who I'm talking about? Maybe you could look this up because he, he's a comic and he's very funny. Um, so I, I do think this is a very 2019. I do enjoy this email. You know, they hooked up, ended amicably. Now he's liking Instagram pictures again. Uh, he's coming out of retirement, so to speak. And he's going to... And now they're on this small shoot together in this cabin. And she's just saying... How do I play it? You know, I don't know. It, she doesn't say uh, they'll definitely be interacting, looking for advice on how to play it cool in a situation like this since I was the one rejected. I think she's holding on too much to the whole idea of rejection. What do you have the name?
1: I know, Kirk
0: Fox. Kirk Fox. He's got a lot. This, this guy looks Kirk Foxy. He would, he,
1: he, he seems like he, if you asked about a movie you like, he'd go, oh, I found it derivative. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah.
0: This guy does sound like he looks like he used the word derivative. Uh, Kirk Fox, who's hilarious. You should all check him out. Um, I've met him a couple times. Nice guy. But I uh, he does look like that guy. So, Shelby, do you have thoughts on this? The guy, I call it coming out of retirement. You hooked up. Now you're liking the Instagram pictures again. You're slowly... You know, it's like when it's like, oh, let me see what the scenes like. Let me see what the reaction of this is. Does she like back, you know? And now she's in this situation where she says she's rejected. What do you think?
1: I, and I think you could go for it since he's liking it, but it seems weird like you're working on the same shoot. There's work involved now, yeah. and it's smaller. It seems like that could complicate things yeah, in a weird I, way.
0: I, it just seems like she's like a little bit embarrassed because now she's going to hang around someone who literally said no when she put herself out there. Here's the thing about men in general. We will think you're obsessed with us, but we'll never embarrass you for being obsessed with us. So like I like I it's interesting because I you know with a lot of women I think what they'll do is like oh he asked me out now I have to be around and I said no so I'm the winner and he's the loser and it's like this guy you be cool you be fun hey great to see you he's liking your Instagram pictures because he's trying to set himself up for kind of re-entry into your life. Yeah. That So that means... Putting you're the
1: not, landing gear down.
0: Yeah, he, you weren't rejected. So for her, she's writing, oh, I, I was rejected. Should I be? You shouldn't be embarrassed. This guy still thinks you're good-looking, mm-hmm. still thinks you're fun. You just exist in this weird spot for him of I won't date, but I would fuck.
1: Mm-hmm. I want to have fun.
0: want to have fun. I got to write my new... You know, I got a lot of work to do on my editing. You know, this guy... You know, because she writes, didn't hear much from him the him. Oh, okay, so I how to play it cool since I was the one rejected. I think that's what I want to, like, concentrate on is you weren't rejected. Mm-hmm. You weren't... It wasn't like, you want to date me? Ew. It was more... I can't. I, uh, I gotta fucking... Then I'd have to, like, go on dates and then I... And it's not about, well, I never want to see this person again. It's more, I don't want to go on a planned date with this person again. Yeah. So... Go on the go to the small cabin. Have fun. I wouldn't hook up because what Shelby said. You're in a work situation. I would just be pleasant, fun, and he's the first person you say hello to.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: That's got to be your thing because that's the hardest part. With seeing someone that you haven't seen in a while and there's a little bit of awkwardness, get that hello out of the way. The quicker the hellos out of the way, the quicker all that stuff shatters and goes away jtrainpodcast.gmail.com at gmail.com, J-train podcast at gmail.com. I made my girlfriend lose her best friend. JTrain. This is another 20 year old yeah 20 year old international student fresh out of my first year of university. In my first semester, I became really good with a girl. Let's call her L, to the point where she was my closest friend there. Later on, she introduced me to her friend of three years. We'll call her M. About a month later, my friend and I went to a party with M to celebrate her birthday. I didn't really think of making a move on M because I didn't get that vibe from her. So I was just going to have a good time. See what happened with any other girls there. A little while into the party, M started to dance with me, and eventually led to us making out and heading back to her place. We did some foreplay, but not sex, and she said she wasn't ready, and neither was I. I remember asking her if uh, if I really liked her or if this was just a one night thing. I, I remember her asking if I really liked her, or if this was just a one night thing, and I said it wasn't, as I could definitely see myself dating more, uh, doing more with her. But now I realize that may have uh, that I may have misled her. Fast forward some weeks, we had some sporadic meetups and a date She and as she lived pretty far from me, throughout which time she would often want to know where, what we were. My stance was always that I didn't want to be her boyfriend because I just wasn't there with her emotionally, but I had no problem being exclusive because I wanted to try and make it work and I knew dating different girls at the same time would affect that after all my close friends set this up. Now here's the twist. Fast forward a little more. And I ended it with her during the, uh, because during the time I realized I had fallen for L. And that's why I couldn't get there emotionally to commit to M. This is his very first year of college dramatic. Yes. He is.
1: I'm experiencing a lot of things.
0: There's a lot of things going on. Uh, he kept comparing them. We never got to sex. That was uh, part of my decision. Just thought it was important to note. A couple months later and, and L and I are dating. Oh, hold on. So M is the one he wants to be with, and L and I are dating now. When she tells her friend she's hit with the ultimatum that if she keeps dating me, she'll lose their friendship... Uh, insisting that I'll really hurt her and that she'll regret it, but she never said uh, what I did to make her feel that way. Eventually, Elle chose me, and now we've been dating for six months. It's been really good between us, but M has pretty much locked off my uh, girlfriend from any communication, even to the point of having her her mother, who was close with her, call to tell her not to make uh, any more contact. Ooh, this got dramatic. Although I didn't uh, handle the situation perfectly, I don't think it warranted such a strong reaction against my girlfriend. The whole thing makes me feel guilty, and I feel like I robbed my girlfriend of her high school best friend, although genuinely love her more than any girl that I've dated. I thought he didn't like her. I think he mixed up his L&Ms. Yeah,
1: I'm like he, I he, my his. Give him names. Met, yeah. In an effort to side the people. First, I thought L was E-L-L-E. And no. I, I got comfortable.
0: Let's call her L. Uh, to the point where she's my closest friend. Later, she introduced me to her best friend in three years. Oh, so M is who he kind of made out with. Yes. And then L is now who he's dating.
1: And she didn't like that he made out with her.
0: So he's made, he's dating L, and M is the one that's uh, uh, okay. I got confused. I'm sorry, everybody. Although I didn't handle the situation, uh, it's now she's. I'd be lying if I, the guilt hasn't made me try harder to make our relationship as great as possible because I feel like I owe it to her. So perhaps it's for the best. I'd love to hear your take on it. I've, I've been thinking about this for a while. It uh, mean the world to me. Um, here, he, what do you think? where he's so,
1: writing in because i'd say the the guy in college breaking up a friendship would be you know don't ladies don't let that happen they don't let that happen they they, they 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 any girl be like oh don't let some fucking guy get between you and your
0: yeah i i i think i understand that he feels some guilt but here's the thing about college and leaving high school and growing up is sometimes you realize who your friends are and the things that are important to you the life is long is really my advice to this guy he might think that this is like uh, and she'll never speak to her high school they're gonna figure it out
1: well yeah I, I'm this is make not making me think I had a friend who like I met the the his her his friends like through And then at one point, some girl we were both friends with cheated on her boyfriend, and he, like, started making weird drama, so then all of a sudden, oh, we don't hang out with those people anymore. And then, like, a year later, I was like, oh, I don't know. I wouldn't have probably continued hanging out with them anyway.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. It's like... um, You meet a lot of people. Sometimes when these friendships end because of, like, you, you're not the reason. You're the thing that let the friendship end. Like, he okay, so to revise the... So go back to the email. He becomes really good friends with L. Then he hooks meets M, makes out with M. Then he finds that he says, I'm going to date L. And now M won't talk to L. M and L... Fucking hate each other anyways. They have problems. They they have issues to begin with. And you know how I know that? Because the mom's involved. The mom's been hearing this shit for a long time. Moms don't just get involved when they hear about one boy. They get involved after years and years of issues and jealousy and all this shit. My advice to you is to be a normal boyfriend with this girl. Get to know her. Have fun with her. And anytime she brings up the friend, you say, yeah, you guys should probably work it out. You be the person that goes, yeah. It's never nice to fight with someone. You guys should figure it out. You should be positive and encouraging of them hanging out and getting back together, but really not instrumental. So that that's my thing to him. Don't be, don't be the Podinsky, Like the the mom is annoying me. The fact that she's got a fucking call, you know, and be like, I, she will not have contact with you. Like, what are you, the mayor of the town? No, no, no. You need to stay out of it. And if it ever comes to you, you go, you give your you stay positive. You stay on the track of, yeah, it's just not nice to fight with anybody. That's what I would do. Yeah. It's it's just sucks to have anyone out there that you have bad feelings with. You guys should figure it out. And that's your responsibility as a boyfriend. To be positive to your positive to your girlfriend, but also realistic and and nice to say you don't want to fight with anybody. Don't be team fucker because that's a position that, you know, when you break up with your girlfriend after some sophomore year, they're going to go, oh, and he hated you. No, 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 no. He was always a guy that would say we should be friends. In the, li- in the length of life, time will look kindly on you if you just say, hey, it's not nice to have any issues with anybody. JTrainPodcast.com podcast at gmail.com. Just trying to get laid. Okay. In January, I had a very drunken one-night stand with this guy that I met. He was a friend of a friend that I met when they came to a beer tent after a 5K I ran. And let's just say a 5K plus no food and water, tons of free beer tickets don't make for respectable me. We went back to his house after some embarrassing bar makeouts, had some pretty good sex, from what I can remember, and then at 4 a.m. I woke up in a drunken panic and got an Uber home. <laughs> a real Cinderella Sounds night. Like
1: the ideal hookup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this,
0: is, this would be the new age Cinderella. The, both she, got
1: drunk and she left on her own.
0: Yeah, the, the, and the Uber turned into a pumpkin when she got home. It's like an orange... Yeah, an an orange Uber. Kia Soul. (laughs) That was the pumpkin. When I woke up the next morning, I texted him apologizing for leaving so early, but thanking him for a fun night. I've been single for a while and didn't want anything serious with him, but kind of thought, well, we've already had sex. So if he's interested, I would do casual fuck buddy type of thing. Uh, We exchanged a few texts for a couple of weeks where I overly stated my casual thing idea if he was interested, which he said he was multiple times. But whenever we tried to meet up, he'd cancel. At one point, I even said, if this isn't something you're interested in, then that is more than fine. Just had fun and thought we could have some more, giving him an easy out. It ended up fizzling, fizzling out because I stopped texting, but I'm just left wondering. I mean, I proposed strings-free sex to a guy who seemed very casual, only in town for a few months and moving, no girlfriend. I'd consider myself a decently attractive person, so was pretty bummed when I am literally just trying to fuck but can't even get that. I'm not butthurt about it anymore. I'm just curious as, as I keep dating and keep throwing, getting thrown off by things like this. Also, I feel that we should mention that we have the same last name, not related, but made the whole experience even weirder. More hilarious what I told my friends. Looking forward to many more episodes. Keep up the great work. What do you think? I love this email, by the way.
1: Yeah. It's a problem maybe we'd, more of us would have.
0: Well, here's the... Pr- this is... I... I love this because she's right. She's absolutely right. I go home with this guy. We fuck. Um... I'm thinking, he's he's he was, you know, even though I was, you know, very drunk, he treated me with a level of respect. I enjoyed his company. He knows some of my friends, so there's safety in that. Let's just keep this fuck train moving. And when I present that idea, he goes, of course, of course, of course. Um, and then every time we come to the, you know, to fuck town station, you know, the train keeps moving and he won't he won't make a stop.
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: Why won't he if, if I'm making it so easy, I I can't understand why a guy wouldn't want to do this. And you know what? She's lucky she listens to this podcast because I've been that guy. I can tell you there's a number of times in my life. I've been that guy. You have you with maybe
1: someone I didn't even hook up with. OK, what do you mean by that? Like we when well, we go on a date and goes good, but Ooh. I'm just, you know, hey, we like people, but it, I don't necessarily want a second date. Nothing wrong with you. And then sure. they go like, hey, what the hell? I thought we could kind of <laughs> yeah, benefits. And,
0: and then you go, well, sure. Say, yeah, but yeah.
1: I'd like to keep dating. I don't want to mess. It's like a
0: whole... Well, that's the thing. Not it,
1: every guy is the same.
0: Yeah, not every guy is the same, but I, I will say the situation, what you're saying right now, what I'm saying is totally the same. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, yeah, I'd like to fuck you. Yeah, I'd like a no strings thing, but I'm going to keep trying to fuck other people while I have you in my pocket. And that's what the, and and then when I look in my pocket, I'll go, nah, not tonight. That's the thing. You know, the, in this situation, you, fu- you have sex with someone, then they say, and I think a lot of women just want, the and and from her email she just wants to say i have put you in the box of i will have sex with you, you you're a man all you talk about is wanting to just have sex and no relationship what, i'm giving you what you want and it's like you've almost taken the wrapping off of the gift
1: there's nothing wrong with you
0: well it's not about her it's not about her at all it's about laziness it's about saying all right well yeah i I, you know but i'm gonna go out i think you've just taken away all the illusion it's like if you're a lot of women they'll go well so we'll do the fuck buddy thing right and it's like yeah but you've taken the fun and craziness out of this yeah you've taken the Hey, uh, the you up text and the thought and, you know, there's a ton of memes out there of like sending a you up text and then like waiting for the response. And it's like, you know, the 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 anticipation you've taken all that anticipation out.
1: will I just there's I started this that same person. It's like, yes, I like to have sex with you. Who wouldn't? Sure. It's fun. But, uh, you know, and I. Don't like afterwards, what the fuck are we going to talk about? Because that's kind of why I didn't
0: want a well, second, second date. that's the other thing. If, we don't com- if we're don't, if we not connecting on one level, then the other stuff doesn't connect either. There's a number of reasons, but it doesn't come down to, ugh. You know, like this guy isn't sitting at home going, well, I, well, I would never. And it's like, why does he keep me around? Why does he keep answering me to say, he, she even writes, I would love, he writes, I would love to. He would love to. But you'd have to literally run into his penis to make it happen. (laughs) You know, like I would love to, as long as I don't have to leave my couch, go to you, go, go, go have drinks, get drunk tonight. You know, women have this thing where they don't give um, men the the empathy of being human. Where it's like, especially in this situation where they're like, I will fuck you. Let's ha- be casual. And then you go, yeah, not tonight. And they go, what? I, And then you go, yeah, well, I got to be up early. I'm not looking to drink tonight. I'm not." Looking-. And they're like, well, I just told you I would fuck. And it's like, yeah, I heard you. I have to wake up early tomorrow. And they go, oh, so you don't want to fuck? And you're like, you don't... I operate on sleep, too. I operate in a world, too, where I... Not every, you know, I don't hear, oh, there are those men out there. Don't get me wrong. But there's a lot more men. and, and But, like, we're exactly like you. In the same way where you go, ah, I just want to sit on the couch and do nothing and stare at a wall. We're saying the same thing. So when you present it as, I, I think a lot, of, for her and for a lot of people out there, they go, I'm giving you the thing that I've heard everyone wants. And then when they don't, when, they, when they're giving it to you. And you say no to it, they go, well, you must be a fucking weirdo and you must hate me. It's yeah. like, no, 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 it's neither of those things. I just want to go to bed early or I just want to um, uh, do this when it's fun and it's aspirational. That's the other thing. It's Th- two pieces of advice. Don't take it so personal. Also, make your friends with benefits aspirational. Nobody wants to fall into bed with someone who who like agreed to this final fuck you as a friend without a relationship no i you have to be something where it's hey i'm out having fun are you in are you out tonight i think all your fuck buddy situations it shouldn't be a let's go fuck text it's like
1: tuesday like, yeah come like, on over
0: <laughs> yeah it shouldn't be that it should be more i'm having fun tonight you out tonight you out tonight is a better text than you up. Whew. You heard it here first. I like that. J-Train podcast at gmail.com. podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsor people. I love this sponsor. Quip, Quip, Quip. That's the toothbrush and toothpaste company. I use them. I'm a, I'm a customer even before they started um, sponsoring this show. What I love about Quip is... It's great for travel. This is the time of year you're going to the beach, beach by noon. You're going to the, you know, the shore. You got long road trips. It is. They, Quip has made it so easy to travel with because you know what they do? They have the monthly. They'll send you the toothpaste. You know, you get the the. You, first of all, it's 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 sleek and fits in your dob kit.
1: Yeah, I always like if I'm traveling or I have to bring something. Like, what do I pack? a toothbrush and I have yeah. to buy a case. This
0: this is all it's perfect. It's already done for mm-hmm. you. They and the best part is that they send you toothpaste on like the schedule mm-hmm. and they give you a little travel size one too. I'm never without toothpaste. I always cause the minute I get that you quip sends it to me, the mailman works for me. I'm like, thanks, mailman. Hands me the quip thing and then there's that little mini one that goes right in your travel you know, dob kit or whatever you call it, the uh, the travel. What do you call? Do you call it dob kit?
1: That that's good. Away bag, something like that.
0: So whatever you use to put all your toiletries in, yeah, you just keep it there, and you are always with it. So it's the perfect travel toothbrush. And I think if anyone's sitting there, if you are sitting here and you could think to it, and you have a memory of you forgetting a toothbrush or toothpaste. Then you need to get involved with Quip because it's the best travel toothbrush. When you're going to summer uh, getaway, sometimes the hardest part is fitting all that in your bag. You've got so many products you can't live without. Quip is the one thing you can bring that won't crowd your bag. I can speak to that. It's true. Wireless electric toothbrush is lightweight, compact, so it packs easily into your tote or carry-on. When you are overstuff your luggage, it happens to all of us. Plus, the times It also, when you go away, sometimes your tooth care lacks. Yeah, oh, we look, we were out at some time. Yeah, uh, this is like you're bringing the dentist with you. You know, with Quip, you know, it's a, it's an electric toothbrush. You're not going back to analog because you went away.
1: Acoustic tooth.
0: Yeah, you don't want the acoustic version. Toothbrush has a built-in timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when you switch sides, helping guide a full and even clean. They deliver new brush heads to you on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5. Stop brushing on worn-out bristles. It's not going to do you any good. Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association, has thousands of verified five-star reviews. It's also really good-looking and sleek. There's no clunky charger, and the cover is multi-use. It works as a stand. You can clip it to a mirror, and it's the perfect travel case. That's a big deal. That's the seller. That's the one. I'm a huge fan of Quip for many reasons. You never have to go to CVS, Walgreens, or Dwayne Reed, or wherever you know, or Target, or wherever you go. It just gets delivered to you. Also, great for travel. So that's why I love Quip, and I'm taking it to. Uh, I'm taking it to San Francisco this weekend. Quip goes with me all over the country. Mm-hmm.
1: I hope. I look forward to you brushing.
0: Yeah, and I look forward to meeting some of you in San Francisco. You can see these teeth in person at Cobbs this Friday and Saturday. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash JTrain right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's right. Get your first refill pack free at G E T. Q I P dot com slash J Train. Getquip.com slash J Train. Get quip.com slash J Train. Brush like an adult. Let's keep banging through these. Let's. He loves me, he loves me not. In my I'm in my mid-20s and I have an amazing boyfriend of one year who's also in his mid-20s. relationship is great we're both really happy together talk about our future together spend time with each other's families the one thing that hasn't happened yet though we haven't used the l word i know i'm in love with him and feel like he's in love with me but neither of us have said it or even acknowledged that we haven't said it i don't want to be the the i don't want to be the one to say it first for fear that he won't reciprocate do i and him uh do i send him hints do i straight up bring it up help what do you think shelby any thoughts We've answered this before. We've answered it before. I know. And we're busting through. We can do this real quick.
1: If you're the one nervous and going, should I do it now? Should I not? What if he doesn't? It's going to be weird. Then that's not the time to do it. Oh, really? I thought, like, yeah.
0: No, I, I, I hear what you're saying. She's nervous. If you're nervous, you're right to be nervous. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's just say that right now. Okay. You're with someone right now. You love them. She goes... I think the most important part of her email is I know I'm in love with him. That's the only thing I have to read. You're in love with him. And here's the thing about love. There it is. You, you got, you got that out of the way. I know I'm in love with him. Okay. Listen, listen, baby girl. Um, that's all you have to say to him. I know I'm in love with you. Done. Boom. His response is, is not indicative of your response. His response has nothing to do with how you feel. No one can tell you how to feel and no one can tell him how to feel. But if you wanna play, if you wanna get hit, you gotta go play in traffic, okay? And right now, you're sitting on the sidelines and this relationship isn't growing because you're sitting there going, well, what if he doesn't say it back? And it's like, yeah, if he doesn't say it back, then you're gonna have to deal with it. But you're sitting there uh, uh, like, avoiding dealing with a reality of the relationship. So you're sitting there in an unreality. I think, the you know, drive your own bus. I'm using so many metaphors. I may use a thousand metaphors. But you can't do for him. I mean, I think you saying, I know I'm in love with him. Hey, I just want to let you know, I feel, in lo- I'm, uh, I love you. And I just want you to know that. And um, I don't care how long it takes you to get there. But I'm so happy in this relationship. Make it me terms. Don't do something to get the response you want. Mm -hmm. Make it. I love you. I'm having the best time. I'm so happy. I hope you are too. Boom. No hints. No. When is he going to say it? So then you'll say it. own your feelings. It's
1: not a game.
0: No. No. Own your feelings. Own it. What do you and let's let's go to the let's go to the other side. Let's say he he looks back and goes, "I don't love you. I think we should break up." That's the worst case scenario. What if he says, "I'm not there yet"? Okay, right, that's not so bad. That's not so bad. Oh, I I feel the same. Some people don't even have never said love and they don't know what love is. Is such a mysterious word? There's no. It's not like a mathematical thing where we know what it is or how it feels or if this feels that you know, and then they, and then people go, yo, you just know. Well, what the fuck does that mean?
1: Hard to define.
0: It's hard to define. So if you're there, tell them you're there. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train. Thank you for the pods. Help me uh, set my standard and stick by what I want. Your advice has played a huge role in my dating life. Thank you. A few months ago, I started dating. Uh, started, a few months ago, I started chatting with a 38-year-old comedian. Could be a lot of people. <laughs> I would love to know who. I'm 27, and we really hit it off. We texted for about a month because he was in and out of town. And then went on two great dates. We didn't kiss or hook up at all, just flirted and had a good time. The chemistry was there, but I really wanted to try and get to know this guy before getting sexual with him. In the past, I've led with sex, even though I always had fun and enjoyed myself. It meant my relationship would fizzle out fast. Okay. Life got in the way. He had car, his car totaled and was reevaluating what he wanted to do with his life. Man. At 38. I, <laughs> Shelby with the judgment. Um, I, you know, but it, it, it brings me, you know, you're like, man, an, a fellow comic. A, you know, I'm, you know, being like, I don't know, but cars, so I don't know if I should do this anymore. I'm like, <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't want to ever be there. Um, I could tell it was just bad timing because of where he was at. He couldn't give me what I needed. I was disappointed, but understood and moved on. Okay. This is about a month ago, and I've been so busy since that, I hadn't thought too much about him besides casually stalking his Instagram once or twice. Last night, I got drunk, and he posted a hot picture, so I reached out to hook up. He was performing in a different city, so we started sexing and uh, mutually masturbated over FaceTime. It was really fun, but I'm also um, left feeling kind of weird about it because we hadn't even kissed before. I I just am disappointed with myself. I knew the easy way to get his attention was to lead with sex. While sex is is still a really important part of the relationship to me, I don't want to lead with it anymore because sometimes it's distracting and I want something deeper. What do you think of my next move is? Uh, How do I show guys I love sex and it's super important to me, but I also want to be wooed and taken out on dates? Shelby, any thoughts?
1: Yeah, I get that, but I... I feel like any guy will, in the moment, if he's feeling horny, will yeah, jump on Facetime.
0: What she's putting a lot of the blame on sex for her relationships fizzling out, and it's really you have to understand that, you know, even going back to the email that about you know I, I would be the fuck buddy, and I told you, and it's like all guys will show, can very easily shower off a sexual experience. On to the next. On to the next. Like, you know, she's writing. So for her to say, oh, you know, the sex got you to your answer quicker. This guy who FaceTimed with you and touched himself while you touched yourself, that was a fun experience, but he was always there willing to do that. You guys dated for a couple, you know, you talked for a couple months, and then it fizzled out. You never had sex guys are always just sitting there like yeah i'll do the sex you know like you know it's (laughs) and i don't have to leave i can just have my phone out while i'm on the road and you know it's like you know that it's going back to the email where it's like oh we made it so easy for him and it's like this is made so easy for him that she's now disappointed in herself because she did something with I, i i get why she's disappointed but i'm like you went back to someone who it had already fizzled out with, and you said it got a little sexual, and you you know masturbated over FaceTime. Of all the things, this should be a great sign you know to me, it's like a no harm, no foul at this point. Like he got off, and now he's not texting you. Yeah, you want to figure that out if you did it in real life.
1: yeah. He so, wasn't that interested. No,
0: but, he was yeah. interested enough to put he, his phone he, on a stand while he fucking touched him.
1: You don't have to go on a weird date now.
0: Yeah, I, I, how do you know? And I think for her, she has to realize you can love sex and you can be very sexual and not have sex. So you have to own how you feel about sex. Obviously, you start to get you know, and this isn't. There's nothing wrong with that. You get feelings for people you have sex with. Totally fine. But that's something you have to hold on to, uh, you know, when you go on these dates. And no guy's sitting there being like, you know, she writes, I want to show guys, I love sex and it's super important to me. We know it's super important to everybody, but it's super important to everybody in different ways. It's super important to you to have a connection with someone that you're having sex with. It's super important to the other guy to have sex with as many people as possible, as many times as possible. To get off. To get off. To do it. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you do that? Own the, you know, she thinks that if she doesn't have sex with a guy right away, she will never have sex again. And my advice to her is that's not the truth. If you feel like holding out, someone will go for that ride with you. And don't, you know, and if someone does go with that ride with you and it doesn't work out, don't blame the sex. Don't blame that, you know, have some, you have to be able to look at it and go, you have to figure out who's there for just sex and who's there for a personal connection. J-Train Podcast at gmail.com. J-Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored, people. Brooklinen, I love Brooklinen. I love the feeling of the sheets when I stay at a fancy hotel. I love that feeling so much I wanted to bring it home with me. We, but we shouldn't be as expensive hassle to buy sheets like that. However, once you start looking, you'll realize betting is marked up 300%. But and offers luxury sheets without the luxury price tag. Let me just say, I love the Luxatine sheets. They're the best seller, and I can tell you why. These sheets are buttery soft and feel cool to the touch. I have Brooklinen. I love and I think it's a great product. I think this is a great gift. I think this is a great time of year to buy new sheets. You had them through the winter. You had them through the spring. You sweat your ass off when you got sick that one time. Yeah it's time. It's time to get yourself new sheets because it really honestly feels like you got a new apartment when you have new sheets. It really Le- does. It does. You put them in the wash. You, you take them out. You make the bed. You're like, oh, my God. It's like I treated myself. So Brooklinen is the treat that gets you, you know, really lasts the whole year. You got to have a refresh. Now's the time. My and sheets are the best, most comfortable sheets I've ever slept on. Now it's your time for an upgrade. Brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer for just my listeners. 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN at brooklinen.com. Brooklyn is so confident in their product that all their sheets, comforters, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. The only way to get 10% off your first order and free shipping is use promo code JTRAIN at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code JTRAIN. Here with Classic Shelb. We're... The lights are dim. Banging out these emails. What the actual fuck? Papa JT, thanks for all the entertainment. I love it so much. I'm coming to the U Up Live show in Phoenix. Awesome. Um, yeah, and listen, I'm coming to San Francisco this weekend, but then the You Up Live, we are coming across this great nation, putting together quite a show. And listen, if you come see me do stand-up, that is a totally different show than the Live You Up. They're both fun. They're both a blast for me. Uh, The crowds are really enjoying the stand-up, but also the You Up Live is totally different. It is a group event. We are going to some big venues. So if you're out there with a group chat, this is a perfect event to bring them to because it's really a show built for people who don't listen to the podcast. We bring people on stage, dating app makeovers. We go textra, uh, text, we have a text right now um, that she sent in. Uh, we do text translations. I'm going to do it right now. So okay. uh, this is kind of a, an example of what we would do on a show. But listen, people, go get those tickets. Go to Jaredfree.com. I'm coming to your town. All over. The first run is the Midwest. Uh, Cleveland, Detroit, Chicago, and Toronto. If you're listening in any of those cities, get those tickets now and get the crew involved. My boyfriend and I are evaluating our relationship right now. Uh-oh. It's been three years and there's definitely issues and it's probably on the outs. But this is the text I received. Uh, this, but this text I received threw me for such a loop, I just keep thinking what the actual fuck was the point of telling me this. Screenshot below. Okay, so here's, here's him. Okay. Ready? Here's what he wrote. Ready? I think sleeping with so many girls growing up and not having a serious girlfriend growing up hurts me because I physically am used to being with other girls. It's not even personal. I just wonder if sometimes I'm supposed to be in an open relationship. That's just me personally, and I think our real problem is just us not enjoying each other's company. Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, those are two different things. He writes... I think I'd be better in an open relationship. Also, we don't enjoy each other's company. So he's rambling right now. Oh, yeah. You, the, she wrote back, oh, wow. <laughs> How long have you felt like this? Like you wanted to be with others. He writes back, every guy feels that way. LOL. Physically, I'm just being honest about it. I mean.
1: Yeah, let's, uh, I, I would not be like, hey, let's address the second part. Yeah. of The first. If they just, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that the, (laughs) well, it's interesting because he wrote something very, very, like, you know, scattered. I think sleeping with so many girls growing up and not having a serious girlfriend growing up hurts me because I physically am used to being with other girls. It's not even personal. I just wonder if sometimes I'm supposed to be in an open relationship. That's me personally, and I think our real problem is just not enjoying each other's company. What? And then she, she only listens to the bar. How long have you felt like you wanted to be with others? He went philosophical, then personal. It started at, well, he, he made it, first he goes personal. He says, I've been, I slept with so many girls that I've, I've been hardened to the reality that I should be with a bunch of different girls. And it's like, okay. And then he comes back when she goes, how long have you been saying you want to be with others? Every guy feels that way. Now it's every guy. Now now he's going to... No, 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 that's just dudes, man. Yeah, I know every guy will fantasize and, thing, uh, and think people are attractive, of course. But I'm just asking, like, you physically actually don't want to be with me anymore? You want to be free to be with others? No, just physically. So then she writes, later in the conversation, he said he doesn't think he wants to be... In a, he, he doesn't think he wants an open relationship and just kept saying that, quote, unquote, physically... He wants to, but it's just a fantasy and wanted to be honest. I'm aware that men fantasize with porn, Instagram models, etc., whatever we all do. But why bring this up and make a big deal about it when it's a well-known fact that all men are like this? Does he not want me to be aware and stressed out about the fact that he wants to fuck everything he sees? Listening, uh, Looking forward to you, what you have to say. My IG for reference uh, is here. His is private. So it won't bother. Um, I'll say this. Seems like a lot of red flags. This is over. Um, this whole thing is done. I think uh, she knows that. We all know that. Um, here's the reality, okay? Guys go into this mode where they will text you about open relationships and what guys are like, and, oh, we want to fuck everybody. They start saying these things to, to to callous you over to the idea that this is going to end. Like, this is him getting in front of it, being like, he, you know, when, when guys are about to end something, they don't want to, you know, women, they know that women don't want to be blindsided. So they do this whole thing where they start doing, they start talking in kind of craziness. They do a little crazy talk. That's what this guy's doing right now. You say certain things that you know will make the person you're with feel, be- go, what? You really think this way? Huh? And then when the breakup comes, they're not as surprised because he started acting weird. He was saying weird stuff. He kept talking about open relationships and and ha- phys- he kept using the word physical. Like, this guy, he brought up open relationships to see what she would say. She was like, no, like... It's like when you're, when you, I'm trying to think of the example, but it's like when you, um, you bring something up and the other person is so against it that you have to back off it. So he was like, he was like, yeah, and you know, in open relationships, I'm not sure if I'm physically made for a real relationship. Maybe, maybe open one would be better for who I am. And she went, wait, what? You want to sleep with other people? And he was like, no, 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 I mean, you know, that's how men act. And it's like, yeah, he got, he, he saw the lights come on while he was escaping the prison prison yard. And then he was like, uh, nah, I'm going to backtrack. This is what guys do when they're about to break up. They'll go, they'll hit you with a, with a jab and then back off. So what he did, he hit you with the jab. He hit you with the open relationship and how he physically feels like he wants to fuck a lot of chicks. You went, what? And then he goes, okay, I'll clean it up a little, but now she knows that I'm a little bit fucking weird with this whole thing. And two weeks from now, he'll go, hey, you know, I was just thinking a lot. I think we should end it. And you'll go, yeah, I think we've been heading this way. And at least you're on the long road to a breakup. Yeah, I've I've had like similar
1: hints drop. You're like, mm, that's a weird thing to say. Yeah,
0: <laughs> where it's like, why are you saying this now? And she even says this. She's like, and it, it it's like, it's kind of like uh, shitting your pants before you die. <laughs> you know, the body just explodes on itself, and you're like, how did this all happen? Oh, he died a day later. Yeah, a lot, yeah, lot. He was of, sick. A lot of people are in
1: love each other, but then you could be in a relationship and have it be shitty for years.
0: So who knows? Why would (laughs) you say that? Yeah, it's (laughs) been three years. All of a sudden you fucked all these chicks and now you can't deal with being in a relationship. No, you're trying to let me know that trouble is coming. These are the clouds darkening up before a storm. So listen, people, if you're out there and someone texts you something like that and, Open relationship is the in let me tell everyone out there there's way few open relationship is always brought up before the relationship ends. We know who the rela- open relationship people are We know what they look like they have fucking dream catchers on their car and they're wearing saris even though they're white okay those are who that's who does an open relationship. Joe Bob that works at the fucking construction place doesn't know how to do an open relationship. He's not putting on incense. He's not, you know, he's not playing, you know, weird, uh, you know, instrumental music while you have sex. Open relationship is a lifestyle that none of us are capable of doing. It's, it's a, that is the, you know, moving to India to become a yoga instructor of relationships Very few people can do it. Very few people can handle it. And it takes two very specific types to come together. And they're weird. Okay? I'm so sick of this open relationship. You know, all these people that bring up open relationships and try to tell you, like, well, maybe it's an option. No, it's an option for the couple that you talk behind their backs. It's an option for the guy who's wearing a long earring. Not for you, Joe Accountant. Open relationship is the road, and I, listen. That's but, but what I'm saying is, someone's going to write me and go, "Well, I'm in it. yeah, yeah, yeah." You sit on a blanket and don't have AC in your apartment. It, it, I'm just saying it's a certain type that we all hear about and we want to make happen because we all you, want an easy way to get, you know fuck a lot of people and get out of the current thing that we're in.
1: Or is it? Or, or is your relationship as? serious as you think it is or you know
0: that's right yeah where you this is about being realistic and let's not live by the tail ends of the graph the tail ends yeah there's people on the tail ends there's people that live the rest of their lives alone there's people that live in open relationships not your mom and dad not anyone on your block not anyone that you grew up around but you've heard about it jtrainpodcast at jima.com J train podcast at gmail.com. Shelby, thank you for hanging here. Thanks for having me. We dimmed the lights. We had Garth here on the piano. It was a beautiful day. That's right. We got through a lot of emails. Lots of emails. Felt like, what, 20, 30 of them? Probably 50. Um, but listen, we're here every Tuesday and Friday. We got a great episode coming Friday. I'm going to be. In San Francisco, this Friday and Saturday. I want you to come. I want you to bring a friend. Please do. Let's have some laughs. Jaredfried.com, jaredfried.com. Also, if let's start getting after podcasts. Let's get those DMs going. I see every DM. That means everyone else sees them, too. Get Papa JT in the door. Last but not least... Tell a friend, tell a coworker. Enjoy. We'll be back next episode. Boom.